In this bulletin, negotiations continue to extend the truce in Gaza. The Sydney Theatre Company sorry for its response to an on-stage pro-Palestinian protest. And in sport, Arsenal aiming to seal the top spot in its Champions League group. With all the latest SBS News, I'm Hannah Kwon. Negotiators seeking to prolong the six-day truce in Gaza say they believe it can be extended for another two days. Egyptian security officials and a spokesperson from the Qatar Foreign Ministry say talks are ongoing with Israel and Hamas. They say the number of civilian hostages held by Hamas who would be released under the extension is still being worked out. Qatar Foreign Ministry spokesman Majed Al-Ansari says aid is another important issue. In the state of Qatar, of course, this aid is an integral part of the Qatari mediation. This work continues within the terms of the agreement at present as long as there is a truce. This aid enters the Gaza Strip in the quantities agreed upon. However, we undoubtedly call for the continued delivery of aid into the Gaza Strip regardless of the nature of the agreement between the two parties. This really shouldn't be left to political compromises. The Sydney Theatre Company has apologised for its response to an on-stage pro-Palestinian protest. The STC initially distanced itself from the protest, which involved three actors wearing Palestinian kefir scarves during a curtain call on the opening night of Chekhov's play The Seagull on Saturday. The company has now released a statement saying it is deeply sorry for that initial response, which may have caused hurt in the community. The statement says performers know they are free to express their opinions and views, but it must be on their own platforms because audiences come to the theatre to experience the content in that play and that play only. At least one person has died in a helicopter crash off the coast of Japan. Coast Guard officials have identified the person as a crew member on a United States military Osprey aircraft, which was carrying five others at the time of the accident off the coast of Yakushima Island. The conditions of the rest of the crew are unknown. Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida says he is seeking an explanation from the US military, but has declined to say if he would seek a temporary suspension of Osprey operations in the country. Foreign ministers from the NATO bloc have arrived in Brussels for a two-day summit at the alliance's headquarters. Sweden's integration into the alliance and the provision of further support to Ukraine are expected to be prominent items on the agenda. British Foreign Minister James Cameron says the summit must build on the work done by Ukraine in the last few months. Uh, what's happened recently is the Ukrainians have pushed the Russian Navy right back across the Black Sea. They've opened a shipping lane to get their exports out. Their economy is growing. And, of course, they're knocking on the door of both NATO and the EU and getting a very warm response. These are huge achievements, and our job today is to build on those achievements and work out what other concrete steps we can take to help the Ukrainians in their struggle and to show that Russian aggression must never pay. Two people have been rescued from their car after it was swept away in floodwaters in New South Wales. Others have been rescued from a home as heavy rain lashed the state's south coast. 
The Illawarra and South Coast regions have received up to 200 millimetres of rain since 9am on Tuesday. Total rainfall over the past two days is expected to reach more than 300 millimetres in some places, which the Bureau of Meteorology says is enough to cause surface and flash flooding, as well as inundation of homes. And medical groups say Australians should brace for a surge of COVID cases at Christmas time as another wave of infection sweeps through the community. The vice president of the Australian Medical Association, Danielle McMullen, says Australia's eighth COVID-19 wave is driven by the Omicron subvariant known as Centaurus, which is less severe but highly transmissible. Dr McMullen told SBS News she understands people are fatigued by COVID-19 information, but there is no reason to be complacent. The race isn't over yet. COVID is certainly still there in the community and we are seeing new variants. And it's particularly dangerous uh, for people in aged care facilities or other people with underlying health problems. So we all can do our bit to reduce the spread of COVID-19 and certainly getting vaccinated, keeping your boosters up to date uh, and staying home if you're unwell are all parts of the things we can do as a community to reduce the impact of COVID-19. Turning to sport and in football, English side Arsenal is keen to secure the top spot in their Champions League group with just one point needed to advance to the knockout stage. Manager Mikel Arteta says his side has won three out of four group games and the next game at home against Lance can secure qualification to the last 16 with a game to spare. Yeah, we do want to win the game, that's for sure. We're going to be top of the group and uh, the opportunity is there for us tomorrow against a team that... Um, that we're not going to cause us problems and um, and we have already experienced a defeat against them. So we have the, the right motivation to, to put that right tomorrow. And that's all the latest SBS News. I'm Hannah Kwan.